All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful Monday? Well, technically it's Tuesday. I hope y'all having a beautiful day. I am. I'm actually fucking still on vacation right now. And, hey, it's going great right now, man. It, it really is. I, I needed this time away from my job because, boy, it it feels good to just, like, chill out a little bit. And it just so happens that my my freaking work vacation coincided with Call of Duty release. That's what I've been doing for the past I don't know how many days. Since since uh since Friday. Uh, really since Thursday. Nah Friday, because it took all day for my shit to download. So yeah, that that's what I've been doing constantly. Constantly. I went to the casino for the first time. I won like 200 bucks. Hey, it is. And probably won't do no shit like that ever again. Well, not saying I won't. Uh, very sparingly. I don't really see the thing that entices people about gambling, but it it felt good to win it. You know what I'm saying? Got a free meal out of it. That's the important thing. But no, did. I don't know what Call of Duty is doing right now. I don't know if they just weren't expecting the massive amount of people to be logging on to Call of Duty. But Infinity Ward. Let's let's take a quick couple seconds right here. Y'all know when y'all drop some heat that everyone flocks to y'all. Alright? Y'all know this. Every time a real, a good Call of Duty comes out. Every time a good one comes out, like this one, every it was set up to be a good one. Y'all been putting the marketing dollars behind this thing for the for the past what six seven months already. Everybody knew this thing was dropping, and everybody wanted it. All right, when when a good Call of Duty comes out, y'all know that everyone flocks to it. You should have known from this right here. That everyone was going to flock to this game. And it seems like y'all wasn't prepared. It seems like y'all just made it like this was some regular black op shit. No. No niggas. Get y'all shit together. Call of Duty has been crashing the past couple days. I didn't have to have two patches already that I had to download for Call of Duty. Because they... Because I kept getting backed out of the sessions and the servers was locked. So let's get the shit right. Damn, man. I, I could have been doing this most of the... I've been doing it a lot, but... But could have been playing more. But if y'all servers wasn't... If y'all was expecting the amount of people y'all should have been expecting, we wouldn't have this issue. That's one of the things... Of, about marketing right there. Sometimes you got plan for it, people. Sometimes you, you got contingencies. You got whether it's going to over-exceed your expectations or under-exceed. One or the other. Shit. But I hope y'all have been having a, a beautiful, beautiful day. And honestly, I just, uh, since I had to get off the game, I had to. I want to I want to talk to y'all and 
I know it's been like a, I think a week or two since I put out another podcast. That's that's on me. Call of Duty been on the brain. Other things been on the brain. But I wanted to, uh, I started watching this anime that I've seen before. So sometimes animes do like a one-off, right? They do like a, a one-off season or something like that. And that's it. That that's it that they do. I don't know why, but sometimes these one-offs are like really fucking good. I I actually watched Overlord and shit like that. Yada yada yada. But this is one of those animes that are a one-off that kind of hit a little different. I actually watched uh that the movie Your Name. I've just watched it like yesterday because uh, they had the dub for, I don't know when the dub came out. I don't know if it just came out, but I just watched it and it was fucking good. Was not expecting that from that movie and it was really good. I liked it. But the title is funny, people. I When I first, when I first watched it, like I, I don't know how many, like probably like eight months, eight, nine months ago. When I watched, could have been last year when I watched this anime. I don't know how I found it, but I found it. Now it's called uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. All right. Now, see, when, when you hear the title, you're instantly like, okay, it's some bullshit, right? Mind you, I thought the same fucking thing. I was like, it's probably some bullshit. Hey, I, all anime is not is not predicated on some fighting Dragon Ball Z shit. I I love that shit. I that is my bag. Give me some Seven Deadly Sins. Give me some Dragon Ball. Give me give me some My Hero Academia, and we in here. You know what I'm saying? And let's not even talk about My Hero right now, which is going off. I episode three was fire. I, I'm, I'm the whole the whole thing fired me regardless. I don't think they can do no wrong with my hero right now because it's going crazy. But it's not always animes aren't always about some fighting shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they actually have some deep thought stories involved in the genre. I, it is not all fighting shit. You you have your. You have your comedy animes, you have your romances, you have your dramas, and you have your action adventures. Just like is anything for a TV show, genre, movies and shit, you have your thrillers and shit. You have all of it. Just like those, you have the same thing for the for anime that's predicated on it. You just gotta find the good ones. Alright? So Rascal doesn't dream of bunny girl senpai back to the title i was iffy on it but i was like you know what let me give it a shot it was not what i expected when i first watched it i was like i just went through it and everything like that i was like yo this is really good anime and i i was pleasantly surprised by it so then i recently was re-watching it because I'm off on vacation. 
And I feel like rewatching some good stuff. So I sat there and rewatched it. And of course, I picked up on the issues when I first watched it. But now I, I, it resonates more with me because now I'm just not worrying about the words as much because I'm paying attention to the story more and everything like that because I didn't kind of seen it before. I have a vague understanding of what it is. So it's more or less predicated on the social issues of our youth. I that I think that is probably the 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 wide paintbrush of the show. And the social issues more or less dictate with with like the high school structure, the high school structure of it, right? Because there's so many things that can go into the mind of an adolescent. Like it's so many. Like I, I know y'all probably remember when y'all was teenagers. Some of y'all who listen to this are teenagers, and y'all go through these things and stuff like that. And I went through things: social awkwardness, um, closed off, just being an introvert and different things like that, or being a, an extrovert and, like, feeling a, a emptiness inside, dealing with depression, all kind of shit, right? And this show kind of, it tackles it in a way that I didn't, I wasn't expecting it from the title. So, he calls it, like, uh, adolescent syndrome. For for different things that happen in the show, like different different situations that happen, like he uh, he talks about his sister, how his sister um was a very popular uh she's in middle school she was very popular with uh with the people and with her friends and shit like that, but then uh I forget what happened. Damn, I just rewatched it too. Uh, something happened with a friend of hers and a guy and she thought that the sister was trying to talk to a guy that she liked. So what ends up happening is the sister ends up coming home after all that happened and they start bashing her online and everything like that social media wise and texting her mean shit and she comes home all of a sudden cuts bruises, a whole bunch of shit just appears on my body. Now, what that, I believe, is supposed to represent is the shit that's going on in her head. Because that's what she's feeling in her head. Like, fuck, they, they, they're they, bullying me mentally, not physically. It's not, nothing's happened physically. Nobody's touching her and all that, beating her up. It's just, this is what's going on mentally in her head. And this what goes on in... A lot of our youth's heads, like at the time of like online bullying and stuff like that. And this we have to understand that this is the era that we're in. It's it's not really too much more of the of the like, you know, punch you in your face bully and all that. Which okay, there's that bully. And plus it's smartphones. I right, let's be real. I didn't, it wasn't, 
my era was the era when smartphones were just like kind of tapering. Like it was like really hitting the incline. Like if you see somebody get fucked, fucked up, like you, nobody was really pulling out their phone as fast if a fight broke out. You weren't just automatically ready at that time. Like now, fucking fight break out. Everybody has their phone out in like 0.5 seconds. I that my era wasn't too ready for that at the time, but we peaked it and we that's when it started hitting and now it is what it is. But the era before mine definitely didn't have it and if you got punched in the face, people knew about it for like a little bit and then you went on about your business. Now you get punched in the face, you on fucking world star, you on Instagram videos, you on all kind of shit. So then that's also scarring you. And don't talk about the constant people that can get at you because the world has gotten so much smaller because of social media and everything like that. So that's another thing that they have to navigate. It may not just be physically physical abuse over there. It's, it, the mental side is way more, uh, I would say, tumultuous because, damn, I just butchered that word uh but it it's way it's way way worse because you're dealing with the mind involved in that and somebody's self-esteem you throw them off their path a fight may not just throw them off their path fight is just like something they must overcome and y'all and then going about their business mentally you you fuck them up and you fuck with somebody's head mentally that you throw them completely out of whack. Then you you fuck with how they're thinking. You you mess with them like that. And I thought the show did a real good job of depicting that and how how he helps to try to navigate people through it because they have another situation where this one girl, she just got to a school and she doesn't she doesn't have many friends. But um, she does a whole bunch of stuff not to lose the friends that that she has. She goes completely out of her way not to do the, lose the friends that she has. She goes above and behind, lies, says some extra shit. And just to not lose like two or three friends and completely change who she is so she can fit in with that crowd of people because she doesn't want to be alone and be embarrassing people look at her and laugh at her and shit like that and that I think that really depicts the world of what we live in today what not what we live in depending on if you're going through this in high school right now if you do trust me navigate this shit really well don't always worry about what people what people say because let's be real high school is just a a small pit stop i that's a small pit stop in life shit goes on shit gets better trust me college way better you can sleep you can do whatever you want see high school you you're confined to that for them 8 hours and everything college your your schedule is all thrown all over the place you do what you want you you're you're kind of a grown up in a situation just dealing with your own shit but really you're still a kid so there's that 
I thought it was really, I think it's a really good show. And I like, of course, they have its its comedy moments where they laugh at certain shit and all that. But I believe it tackles some real issues going on with our youth today and how they how they deal with uh, social media and wanting to be darlings in other people's eyes and the fakeness that goes on so much in trying to keep up a facade of people and it's a lot of it's a lot of shit yo it's a lot of shit to unpack because it's not always easy for the people that every era has their hardships to go through every era this era is more accessible but because it's more accessible you deal with a lot more opinions you you see a lot more people but you deal with a lot more opinions and it's kind of crazy not only did I see that, but if y'all if y'all would like to check that out, is I think it's a really good show. But the only thing is, it is not dubbed, people. I it is not dubbed. That means no English actors on this one. I thought, I think because I watched it last year, that I would have thought it would have been dubbed already. But it's still just subbed. I don't think they'll ever do a dub because it was just one season and everything like that. So. I don't think they'll ever do a dub, but it's if you don't mind reading subtitles and if if you don't read subtitles, people that that's kind of foreign to you. It's a lot of good uh, movies out there that the Asian culture has that are really good that you have to read subtitles. But sometimes it's just fucking amazing. It's amazing movies. And hey, it doesn't have English. It doesn't take away from the story of anything like that. You should give it a try. Like when I first watched uh, La Casa de Papel, uh, the first episode, I had it on the wrong language. And I was just reading the subtitles to put it in the English version of it and went from there. But if you want to check it out, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. I think it's a really good show. It's one of those like not really expecting type shits. You know what I'm saying? I think it was really good. And like cart basically what y'all what some people are gonna say cartoons, right? Hey, it's not cartoons, it's anime, but if you wanna call it that, hey, whatever you whatever you feel. They can be good too. You know what I'm saying? Not everything just has to be made in a realistic camera that has to tell a beautiful story. Also, I watched Dolomite today with Eddie Murphy. It was fucking amazing (laughs) to see Eddie Murphy back in front of the camera. Dude, it was really good. I I supported one thou percent. One thou man. Because Eddie Murphy is so fucking funny that I I can't wait till he does another stand up, bro. I can't wait till you do another stand up. Like I I remember when uh what comedians and cars getting coffee. They were him and Jerry Seinfeld was talking. I don't know if this was this year or last year, but I know Eddie was talking about that he wanted to uh. He was getting back out there a little bit and he wants to do an hour and I'm here for it, Eddie. I'm here for it, my nigga. 
because you are still one of the funniest people alive. You are still one of the funniest people dead or alive any day of the week. They can't touch you on your on your worst day, Eddie. So I I would love to see it, but Dolomite was really freaking good. I didn't even think it was a a, a real thing. I I just thought Eddie was doing some some shit off the books. Not off the books, but I thought he was doing something like that. That it, it was just like some movie that he made up. But turns out it was a real thing. Not only that, real guy. And the guy actually made like seven, eight movies by himself. But it, it was kind of a, 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 a docu-series of him. Not docu-series. It was kind of like a documentary, movie, biography type flick. A biopic of him doing it. And it was really good. I liked it. It was funny. It was funny, but it wasn't like... I don't think it was like dying, laughing, comedy shit funny. I think it was meant to be... Like they had really, they had some really funny parts and everything, but I don't know if it was meant to be like a, a like take this as a joking movie and all that. I think it was meant to be taken seriously, have its funny moments, but still recognize the trailblazer that I think the guy's name was Ray Monroe. The trail. The trailblazer that he was, the guy that he was portraying. Fuck, I'm fucking this up, dude. Hey, don't don't butch me for this shit. I it was way earlier. I played Call of Duty and then I'm doing this. So I'm off base just a little bit. But I thought it was really funny and Mike Epps was in there. The guy from Hot Tub Time Machine was in there. And uh they had this uh the the thick actress I forget her name, but she she was a very good addition to it. I liked her and she was fucking funny, and I, I thought it was really good, man. I thought it was really good. I I I like how it depicted his his drive, the entrepreneurial drive to get something done. Like he may have not been the funniest. All right, this guy was not the funniest. He was not the funniest, wasn't the smartest, wasn't the the prettiest, the handsomest, whatever which one you want to use. Wasn't none of that. But his work ethic and drive and his his fact of I'm going to get it done attitude, his will, his power of will had him thrive over all obstacles. It had him thrive over every single thing that came his way in the in the willingness to bet on yourself in every situation, no matter what it is, what it calls for to know that that, hey, I believe that I can get this shit done and ain't nobody going to get it done like me. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it myself. And I don't want a handout. I'm going to leverage every fucking penny I got. I'm going to leverage it and I'm going to get it done myself and I'm going to be bigger than ever because this is something I can do and you're not going to tell me no I can't 
and you're going to, and if you say, no, I can't, that's just going to drive me even further to say, yes, I can. And to show you, I can and kick in the fucking door. I, I, I thought it was amazing message to it. I, I think people should know about them. And I thought the movie was really good, really well done. I can't wait to see Eddie and more shit because I, at first I thought it was just going to be this ha ha funny movie and everything like that. And yet again, just like with the anime thing, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, yo, this not just no, like, you know, no ha ha funny movie supposed to be is, has a, a serious biopic feel to it. And that this guy has drive. He, He's showing you the entrepreneurial spirit of a black man and getting it produced and doing it himself. And not only did he just do that film, he did seven other films that he did by himself. Dude was never an actor. He he had three different uh things that he did. He he played instruments, he was a comedian, he was a singer, and he was like, man, I'm going to do this because I want to. And I and I believe in myself that I want to be a star. And I'm going to be a star. And he kept believing that. And he willed himself into becoming a star. He willed himself into it. And I respect it. And I would, anybody that would want to see it, I, I say watch it on freaking Netflix right now, you can stop the damn podcast for all I give a fuck. Like, I think it needs to be said and needs to be shown that this is what can happen with the power of will and the, the I won't take shit less than what what I want, what I deserve and what I believe I can do. So, I think it was a beautiful message, a beautiful movie. Eddie, you amazing. I can't wait for another comedy special, dude. Shit was great. But nevertheless, people, y'all have a beautiful rest of y'all day. I'm glad to be talking to y'all again. It feels good to get this shit out. And it feels good to be back, you know, back on a weekly basis. I'm sorry for my absence. This is definitely my fault. But y'all have a beautiful rest of y'all day. You know how we end this. Kayla, if you out there, hit me up. Because right now, bro, it's some struggle city shit going on right now, right? I'm going to be real. It's some struggle city stuff going on right now. Because I'm just like, I'm just losing hope out here, bro. I'm losing hope. I just, shoot, I'm about to make some food now. Probably some, some cookies and some ice cream. But shit, just... Yeah, there's the cheat day, people. Cheat day. I ran enough today. But uh, Kayla, if you out there, hit me up. I'd love to see you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe something happened. Maybe not. I think I carried this on too long. Y'all know everything is what it is. Deuce, deuce.